0: Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not Off Topic Debrief.
1: I'm Ben Robinson, and I'm awake. Um, I'm also John Williams, and uh, here we are. We we are a week behind because we threw in a uh, a creator corner in there, and we had to get back on track. Um, so today's episode may be a little bigger than normal, but we'll try to we'll try to speed through some shit here. Yeah, stuff got
0: all mixed
1: up on us. Yep. Um, so here is our. Why do we always have trouble with this? (laughs) Because we have
0: no idea what we're doing. Yeah,
1: what is this? Um, It is our more casual, off-week episode where we just talk about shit that's happening in the Geekosphere.
0: Our brains are probably a little slower because we just came off uh, recording our episode for the Podcast Secret Santa event, which... uh will be coming shortly
1: yeah what day does it kick off
0: it kicks off on the 13th of december so uh a week from the airing of this about you know a day later a week and a day um and uh and our show someone else will be doing our show on the 22nd oh shit so we will have one more full episode between now and then i guess yeah but uh yeah that, that's uh we got our part uh recorded just gotta get it edited and then uh Put a little bow on it and uh, set it under the tree. <laughs>
1: um, so this podcast Secret Santa is the uh, the brainchild of this mustachioed man I'm looking at right now, Mister Ben Robinson.
0: Oh, I thought you had Tom Selleck on your phone.
1: <laughs> so let's see, it's us and nine other shows, right? Yes. Ten shows Ten total. Ten shows total. We are doing, uh, everyone knows what a Secret Santa gift exchange is, I imagine. You put your name in a hat, you draw it out, and that is your Secret Santa. We did the same with our shows. So, we are going to be doing one of those other shows, and everybody is going to be doing somebody else's show. Uh, ben is the keeper of the knowledge, and I know nothing. I know what show we recorded, Clearly. But I'm so, so curious to see who's doing our show. Um, And what are the shows that are involved in here, Mr. Robinson?
0: So the shows we got in on this uh, event here is uh, Suck My Fanfic, Featured Creatures, Geek Exploration the Podcast, 90s Court, Black Case Diaries, On Second Watch, The Movie Cellar, Drinkopedia, Not Suitable for Adults, and Grand Rapidians Play Video
1: Games. Yeah, this is exciting. Um, Now... I don't imagine there's going to be a central hub where they are all stored, right?
0: Uh there's not. There's not going to be a separate feed. So everyone's show is going to go out on their own feed. So like, we'll have someone else doing our show in our feed. But uh, we are going to put together a pod chaser list, and we'll be posting about it um, vociferously on social media. We'll be it will be very vocal about where you can find everything. I think everyone, all of the podcasts are going to hype each release every day. Uh, and we'll keep some sort of a running list so it'll be easy for you to find uh all the other shows and you can search around and try and figure out which show we're on.
1: Yeah, and there is uh there's there's a bookend uh episodes, right? Uh up top and behind.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're doing like a and d Christmas themed one-shot run by Garrett from Featured Creatures and uh it'll be fun. Um so we're we the first half of that will be on the first night on the 13th. And the last one will come out on Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Enough business. Check on out with that. the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got some news. Um, clearly. Yeah. So what happened in the Geekosphere <laughs> this week, John? This last three weeks. I want to start it off with something that we just watched only minutes ago. I mean, I, I saw it when it first came out, but I showed it to you, and that is a trailer. For the upcoming um, animated Batman Soul of the Dragon movie, um, I'd, I'd mentioned it before when I first saw that, that that movie was happening at all, but a full trailer is out for it. And personally, I think it looks fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah, it looks rad. The the Batman design is solid. His oval's a little small, but uh, otherwise he looks fucking cool. It's the pl- classic gray and black Batman with the Gray yellow. and blue. Oh, yeah. I guess it is like a navy blue. Yeah.
1: Uh with the uh with the yellow in the oval. Yeah, and his little capsule belt. Yeah. It, it it is classic Batman. It's my favorite Batman. The uh the ears sticking up look fantastic. Um Bruce Tim is uh is leading the charge I mean I think he's just executive producing, but still the fact that he's involved is good. Um and it is going to be rated R. Yeah.
0: I think in the trailer they kill five people. So yeah. like, the the folks Batman's fighting with don't seem to have the same qualms he does about killing bad guys.
1: Yeah, because it looks like e- even though they're in their like civilian identities, it's got uh, Richard Dragon and Bronze Tiger and Lady Shiva. And it looks like they all trained under, this, under the same sensei and uh, Kung Fu and Sue. <laughs> uh,
0: that shouldn't have been that funny. <laughs> well yeah it uh it looks rad i'm stoked for it uh it looks like a solid batman flick uh rated r is got me interested in what they're gonna do with that
1: i love that dc's not scared to do r-rated animated flicks especially with batman like this is the the next of like many that have been rated r yeah like they, they are not shying away from that same thing with like the justice league dark uh animated movies like You've got Superman in a fucking animated feature. Well, I guess it's a home video, but still. Whatever.
0: Yeah, nothing's going to theater right now, anyway. John. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I guess speaking of nothing going to theater.
1: Yeah, I have a uh, a combo story along those lines that is is both a retraction from something I said in a previous episode and an announcement. Um, The retraction is when I was talking shit about the whole uh, Wonder Woman 84 headline holding on to its Christmas date. It apparently is. But uh, the announcement that goes along with that is I will be getting HBO Max this month because it is going to simultaneously release on HBO Max with the, uh, the theatrical release wherever theaters are open, which is not very many in California.
0: Yeah, I did not expect them to do that.
1: Yeah, it took some balls.
0: Yeah, that is. And and they're not charging for it.
1: No, it is going to be included in your uh, in your HBO Max subscription for the first 30 days.
0: And that's the interesting part to me. The first 30 days. That is I think that's fairly clever. Yeah, because it, it'll make people it gives them a dry like an immediacy to go see it like it like, as if it was in the theaters. And if you don't make that, then you've got to rent it in the more conventional way. Yeah. So um, I I think I like that more than the pay thirty dollars to watch this movie on the service you're already paying for thing.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty harsh.
0: In fact, I'm certain I like that more. That's not, <laughs> I, yeah, th- I don't have to think about that. I definitely like that more.
1: And then, uh, not super close on the heels of it, but on the heels enough to where it was in our window of uh, of off topic debrief news announcements. Uh, Warner Brothers just the other day uh, announced that they were going to be using that model for their entire slate during 2021 that is awesome i think i think that's what that is right i i think it is because i'm not going to theaters right now it's just it's you know i worry enough about having to take a leak or or my blood sugar during movies like i don't need to be worrying about what i'm breathing in or how close i'm sitting to someone or what i'm touching so
0: yeah, I could see leaving the movie with you, and you'd be like, oh, "Fuck that guy!" Did you hear that guy coughing? He ruined the whole fucking movie. He was coughing the whole time, and I'd be like, "Nope, didn't notice it."
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally stoked. Like, uh, if I think about the movie or the money that I would spend on movies, like Wonder Woman '84, uh, Dune, Matrix Four, The Suicide Squad. And then I just think about it as like monthly HBO Max, uh, subscription. And then all the other shit I get on HBO Max at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with, with, uh, paying for that streaming service, especially since, uh, DC universe is over. So that's half the monthly payment anyway.
0: Yeah. I think that is pretty good value for what they're, they're doing there. Uh, they might get me signed up too. Maybe I'll drop Netflix. Been, yeah, maybe. I've been toying with that for a while because it's it's gone up to like eighteen bucks a freaking month now. Holy shit! Yeah, that's a lot. Ew. So I don't know. I've heard, I've not heard good things about HBO Max's like
1: native app on like TVs and Roku and stuff though. Oh shit! I forgot about that. That yeah, like it it doesn't work with Roku. I fucking oh shit! Yeah, I use like, Roku.
0: And the native apps for a lot of TVs, it's just total garbage. I was like, oh well, that's fucking disappointing like oh yeah what a pain in the ass guys oh maybe they've fixed that or are planning on fixing that before they're going big here or they should it's not fucking hard yeah everyone else does it
1: and it's also smart
0: yeah roku's huge it's built into a lot of tvs that's what a lot of tvs have
1: yeah roku has been my my tv for the past five years or so like yeah. I, I just stream everything on the roku yeah so uh hopefully they fix that Wow, I forgot about that. Thank you. I got to look into that.
0: Don't come in here being all excited and confident about something, John. <laughs> <We'll laughs> shit that shit right down. The have world to get is some nothing other... but bleak pain and suffering. <laughs> um, speaking of, of uh, pain and suffering and sad news, to a degree, Amazon announced that uh, the sixth season will be the last season for The Expanse.
1: The fifth one comes out within the next week. Yeah. Didn't you announce that when they, when they talked the, talked about a fifth uh, season coming out? Like you, you announced that on the show as like, I'm so fucking excited because I love this show. And I'm like, super excited. And then they're like, <laughs> next
0: season's the last like, one. Eat shit. Oh, uh, well, I mean, but if they think that's the good story they want to tell and that's the and you know, when it comes to a natural end. That's nice. As opposed to like the way it got canceled the first time after three seasons on sci-fi where it was completely unresolved. It was just, you know, lots of plot points hanging out in the wind. So if they're able to take this story, throw three more seasons on the end of it, and come to a good, solid conclusion where the story kind of wraps up in a degree, I guess it's going to go through the sixth book, which I have not read. But I guess at the seventh book, it does like a 35-year time jump. So it's a fairly natural place to end it. And uh, so it's a little bittersweet. Yeah, because uh, something I love will be coming to an end, but at least it's a good end.
1: Yeah, it's like the it's like the ending of Scrubs. Like you don't you don't need season nine or med school to be yeah. you know the 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 end of it that you have to you know put an asterisk by and be like I don't consider that a part of the canon. That doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, we don't need a uh, the expanse the
1: college years. <laughs> hey, Saved by the Bell <laughs> college years was fucking great. <laughs> i'm a sucker for saved by the bell i mean even the the trailer for that new series even got me excited i didn't watch it but i'm also not going to get peacock which i think it's on. peacock's at least free
0: with ads yeah oh yeah it's free with ads and then i think you can pay for it to have less ads and then you can pay more for it to have no ads oh and i think the free one certain exclusives are excluded if i recall correctly so they should call them
1: exclusives. Yes. Free with exclusives. <laughs> well, since we're on the topic of things that, uh, that should go out on a, on a good note but don't, uh, there's a new Predator flick <sighs> coming from director uh, Dan Trachtenberg, who, uh, who's, I mean, the one credit I have uh, in my notes is uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Did you ever see that? Oh, uh, yes. Well, John Goodman and uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead where he's got her like captive.
0: Yeah, that was not what I expected when I went into it, I remember. That's what I heard. I never saw it. Yeah. But I hear it's good. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I I remember enjoying it. I mean, it didn't it doesn't stand out to me as something amazing, but it was not um wasn't trash, so
1: there's Well, that. maybe that's good. That that if he's got a take on it you know, and the, and the studio is going to pump money into franchises no matter what. Yeah, um, clearly, you know, maybe he's got a maybe he's got a really excellent take. The early rumors are that he is that they're trying to get uh, Arnold back as Dutch. Oh, and uh, Adrian Brody's character from Robert Rodriguez is the Predators, or no, sorry, Predators. There's no the on that. I don't want to get things mixed up.
0: Yeah, You got to watch out with your definite article in predator
1: movies. Yeah, Predator, the Predator, Predators. God. The
0: Predator tricked me. It got me good. <laughs> Fucker. I was I like, I was flipping through watching, looking for something to watch with my kids. I was like, oh shit, Predator. Fuck yeah. Put it on. It was not Predator. It was <laughs> the Predator. And that movie is hot, smelly turds. <laughs>
1: I still haven't seen it, and I don't think I want to from everything I've seen and heard.
0: You can skip it. It's got some good jokes in it, which is exactly what you go to a Predator
1: movie for, right? I mean, Shane Black is a, is a clever writer. He wrote the original Predator, but he also wrote like the Lethal Weapon movies, and he wrote uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is phenomenal. I think he also directed that. Yeah, that's a great fucking movie. And he wrote and directed Iron Man 3, which is not great.
0: Yeah, because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at everything. Yeah. Predator is a very different property than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or Lethal Weapon.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel confident drawing, like, a space comedy comic book, but I don't think I'd want to draw, like, a porno comic book. I'm not—I can't—I can't draw sexy naked people. Yeah, not
0: all of them, at least. I mean, superheroes are mostly sexy looking <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Just genitals, you have a hard time with. I yeah, guess. Gen-
1: genitals and, and <laughs> the female form, because my parents discouraged it when I was a kid. So I'm still not super confident. Uh, maybe this can be the, uh, the one predator flick that brings Arnold back, because apparently, with every new release, they've tried to get him back in some form, and it just never works. Because he looks at the script and is like, this is not good. Probably, yeah. Good on Arnold for not nick caging it. He should have done that with uh, a Terminator or two, but... Yeah. Three? <laughs> <laughs> Cheap One, shot, yes. I mean, uh. Next up, I've got a Trump joke. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it, Kimmel.
0: Coming off of flops in the uh entertainment industry, mm-hmm. Disney has announced that in the year 2020, they lost seven billion dollars which is their first loss for a very long time they've been on top of their game and on top of the entertainment mountain for a long ass time but with uh with all the covid and you know the lack of movie movies being able to get out the lack of uh box office take the lack of theme parks being you know open and
1: or fully operational yeah i was gonna ask if that included the theme parks or if it was just film
0: that's big papa disney the you know the parent company of all the
1: little wee ones disney got proper fucked
0: yep yeah the the only sector i guess of disney's business that is doing well is disney plus yeah which makes sense because it's the one you can get from home
1: yeah It's the one that doesn't have uh, limited capacity or $100 uh, daily fees.
0: I mean, you'd think it doesn't have limited capacity, but boy, they got a lot of stuff
1: they could put on there that they own that isn't on there. Yeah. Like all of Fox's stuff. Yeah, I heard recently that that they were considering um, combining the Hulu and Disney Plus apps. They should combine that subscription into one, too.
0: Like, they have the thing where you can get them both, but there's no discount, really.
1: No. It's just,
0: we'll do it as one payment. like, okay, well. Yeah. I don't give a shit how many payments there are.
1: Put all of fucking Fox and Touchstone and whatever other, you know, black sheep children you have on Hulu for shit's sake. Like, you own that shit. Do it, please. With the exception of,
0: there's a few things that you don't have rights to because you already, someone paid you for them. That's fine. Wait till that shit expires. Pull it on over. Just the... This whole fragmenting bullshit is just so frustrating and I dislike it. They're also shutting down Radio Disney. What's that? It's a radio station. I mean, it's like where Britney Spears and Selena Gomez and fucking all, you know, all the post, you know, Mickey Mouse show stars that came up through the 90s and 2000s, you know, got their start to a degree or got their turned into stars, like, because it gave them a lot of airtime. Oh, okay. It was Disney's ability to, to put those people out. And I guess they had a whole country one too, like Disney Radio Country or some shit. <laughs> Never heard it. Wow. But it, I bet it was awful. Not playing Merle Haggard on that station, I'm sure of it. But uh, they're shutting that down. DuckTales got canceled. Oh, um, no shit. Yeah, which was really good. Duck, the new DuckTales was solid. That's and, what I uh, heard. And I thought it was doing well, but I guess I think they just came out with Darkwing Duck though. So maybe they're just like switching
1: the Duck team over. Mm. I don't know. Just like in the old days.
0: Yeah. And I guess they fired a bunch of executives and shit like they're, you know, they're losing money. Disney does not lose graciously.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the umbrella has to stay open. Fuck everyone else.
0: Yeah. And, and I guess they just shut down. They, they had Disneyland, which is weird. Disneyland in L.A. open for shopping and eating only. It's like, who the fuck goes to Disneyland to shop?
1: Well, they've got, they've got downtown Disney, like, yeah. that, like that whole walk there. But then they also um, had a segment of California Adventure open that was like the, like the main street shops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean... I don't think you paid ticket price to get it.
0: No, but everything there is 20% more expensive than it is anywhere else. Like, why would you choose to fucking go there? Because go you
1: off? can get close to the rides. Fuck uh-huh. that. I don't
0: get it. But I guess that is even shut down now.
1: Yeah, cause with, the, uh, with the new restrictions. Yeah. Because L.A.'s a fucking cesspool of fucking COVID.
0: It's been a cesspool of a lot of shit for a long time, <laughs> yeah. so why not COVID?
1: Well, at least this time it's something that the, the government's going to do something to try to stop. <laughs> well, in a totally unrelated note, we've got a little bit of casting news in uh, Stranger Things 4. None other than... Uh, than Freddie Krueger himself, Robert England, has joined the cast.
0: I mean, I'm glad to see Robert England getting some work.
1: Yeah, but uh, I don't
0: know if I care about Stranger Things. For
1: whoa, hot take. Hold on, let me, uh, let me, let me. Well, you know what? No, why don't... we're in the thick of it. Go ahead and tell me why. I didn't really like the last season all that
0: much. I thought it w- it kind of dragged, um, and seems to just be kind of hitting a lot of the same notes again and again and. It just doesn't seem to have the magic, and uh, I almost, like, I finished it, but mostly because my wife was like, do you want to watch Stranger Things? And I didn't have anything better to do, so I finished it.
1: (laughs) You know, interestingly enough, like, I felt the opposite. Like, I felt like season two was uh, a pile of shit, and that season three came back strong.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of season two either, so that's what I'm saying. Like, by halfway through season three, it's like, all right, I'm a season and a half of okay TV,
1: yeah, I mean I, yeah. I I had a hard time getting through season 2, but I knew I needed to. Um, but again, like I I will never go back and watch season 2, but I'd go back and watch season 3. I I enjoyed it. I've I I felt like it like it felt like a good 80s movie again. Um, but my my thing with season 3 was that it wrapped up the story really well. Like the series could end there and it's mm-hmm. kind of a complete arc. Yeah. I mean, except for the whole like the little teasers at the end and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, and the the first season wrapped it up. Other, you know, they they left it open with him barfing the thing out at the end. But otherwise, yeah. this, you know, like when season two was announced, I was like, where are they going with this? It seemed like they solved the problem. Yeah, and that's kind of the way it's been every season. So,
1: yeah, Um, I mean, apparently there's going to be more globe trotting. I'm um, from what I hear. You know that that they're they're it's not just going to be in Hawkins. Um, so I is mean, it clearly gonna there's going to be less some on rush. The kids? Because they're not going to be globetrotting, right? I don't know. Who knows at this point? Are they going to do a time jump where they're all, you know, they're just graduating from high school, which will probably be close close to the kid's age by that point. Um, But Robert England (laughs) is joining the cast. He's apparently one of eight new cast members. So they're they're definitely expanding their roster.
0: Maybe they're doing a big time jump and he's one of the kids. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's he's playing somebody named uh, Victor Creel who is a uh, quote disturbed and intimidating man who is imprisoned in a psychiatric hospital for a gruesome murder in the 1950s. That seems right up his alley. Yeah. So, okay, I'm I'm down for an 80s horror staple to get work in a uh, in a 80s driven uh horror show why not
0: and yeah, throw an easter egg in there have him put on a, like a red and black striped sweater at some point
1: yeah maybe that's like the psychiatric hospitals uh, uh not uniform but their their little get-ups there
0: he escapes and like pulls a, a tattered red and black sweater out of a dumpster to yeah. change his clothes because he's in his hospital
1: clothes just don't have him like end end a, end a line to somebody with bitch because that that to me, I think that started in like <laughs> Nightmare Nightmare three or four, and I got I got so tired of him. You know, everything was just like, you know, welcome to prime time, bitch. In fact, I think that may have been the first time he said it, and he just started saying bitch at the end of every little zinger. I can
0: deal with murdering teenagers, but you know, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> so so I I sent this to you. There was a uh, somewhere potentially in. Texas, like, it, there was, seemed to have been a bit of a mystery as to where the picture came from. I guess it popped up on Instagram. But someone was, like, walking through a field and found an abandoned, like, Michael Keaton era
1: Batmobile. Yeah. And uh, it looked
0: fucking in great shape.
1: It was clean as fuck, inside and out.
0: Yeah. And and I guess there was some speculation that it was from, like, a Six Flags park, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because there was some, like, you know, uh, ride parts around. Things that looked like they could have come from a theme park. And, uh, I don't know why there's a Batmobile sitting in a field, but if it's going to sit in a field, it should sit in my field at my house. Yeah. If I was like just walking through the woods and found a Batmobile, I wouldn't post about it on Instagram. I would figure out how to put it at my house. Like, how do we get this out of here? Yeah.
1: I'd, I mean, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be pretty fucking pissed if I, like, like who the fuck has the ability to own a 89 inspired Batmobile and just leave it in a field, yeah. Like right. The, that would be like like a like an Indiana Jones like moral quandary for it me. It belongs in a museum, exactly, and I've, or
0: my driveway.
1: Yeah, that would be like the cross of Coronado for me. Like I would have to liberate it from these fucking scum fucks that are just letting liber- it rot in a field. That's so insane to me because if that person didn't notice that, would it sit there for twenty years like a fucking? delorean on the back lot that you know eventually people are just like stealing chunks off of it it's in disrepair yeah probably i
0: mean i would at least approach whoever owned it and be like you know you got a batmobile over there right um i will take care of your batmobile problem right now yeah it won't be there anymore i promise so uh yeah it kind of odd uh, I'm maybe that's why the guy didn't post where it was because he was like, "Fuck this! This is gonna be my Batmobile. No one else is knocking on this guy's door but me."
1: Yeah, yeah. Or he, he's like, he's like, if nobody chimes in to say, "I know what that belongs to," then uh, it's fair game. Finders fucking keepers. Such a weird freaking thing to leave in a field, man. Yeah, and that 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 Batmobile is. Fucking the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. I, when we went to Six Flags last time, like, I don't know, year or so ago, maybe a little year and a half ago, when we did our amusement parks episode. Yeah. um, The Batmobile that's there, you could tell that it was like that they like built on top of like an old 89 one or something, but like made it way more like rugged and like military, you know, like more like the current Batmobiles. And, man, I just, I missed that 89 one so bad. Like, if that was in the queue of, of the Batman ride, I would just sit there and stare at it for days. I love that Batmobile so much. Yeah, and this one, like, the
0: paint was still in good condition. Yeah. Like, it was still shiny. Like, yeah, hopefully it's been liberated.
1: Yeah. We need a follow-up. Geeksploronauts in the field, find that Batmobile and let us know that it's in safe hands. Speaking of uh, finding things in odd places... Uh, I'm sure everybody in the world by now has heard about these monoliths.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a lot going on.
1: Yeah. They're appearing
0: and disappearing and
1: being places. Yeah. It was first found in, uh, in the Utah, uh, desert. I think that's all there is in Utah. <laughs> well, no, there's mountains. There's some gorgeous mountains.
0: I think they're deserty mountains though.
1: Oh, hell it's no. It's a high desert. No way. Not over by Provo where I lived. Oh, okay. They're, they're pretty mountains. They got trees and everything. Well, yeah. High Desert has trees. Like yeah. Flagstaff's the High Desert. Well, then what the fuck are we talking about? It, it doesn't look like a desert over there, is all I'm saying. Southern Utah, for sure. Southern Utah may as well be Nevada. Yeah, yeah, where this monolith was looked like the desert. Yes. Yeah, it looked like, going back to Indiana Jones, the beginning of Last Crusade, when he f- frees the Cross of Coronado, which was filmed in Utah. There you go um tying things together so there was that 12 foot monolith there and then there was one and then it disappeared and then one showed up in romania like outside of a fortress yeah um which was awesome for me i was like fucking dracula monolith um and then that one also disappeared and then one popped up in shit where was it southern california somewhere yeah it was in california san luis obispo i think this sounds right yeah i think that was the one um, and it appears that even though I don't have the name on me because I didn't take a note of it, I, I, was, it was, I just saw it in passing, um, it appears that a, uh, an artist collective has taken claim for building those things. They even had like a, like a shot on Instagram of, of a guy like working on one.
0: They've got a... Uh it's definitely a collective of people because the quality on them was a bit different. Like I saw shots of the one from San Luis Obispo and like, you could see like screws on top of it and like rivets that were holding it together. Yeah, it was the one in Utah was like super nice, polished, seamless. Like the, all the welds were really top notch. Uh, and the, 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 one in California did not seem to quite
1: meet muster. You know, I think we can, we can let this conspiracy stay active. Or, or, you know, the theories of uh, of aliens and shit that people want to talk about. If if all of a sudden this collective is like, oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was us. Pay us $45,000 for one.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll build you one. Ah, I like this. Fucking greedy ass artists. Get the fuck out of here with your shitty San Luis Obispo monolith.
0: And I guess after that one disappeared, I don't know if it was after it disappeared or if it was removed. Like a group of folks went up there and like replaced it with a giant wooden
1: cross. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> They're like no aliens. Jesus.
1: <laughs> oh, science and religion.
0: I guess if we're if we're if we're talking about aliens and uh the the space stuffs, I got a couple bits of astronomical news. Ooh. Uh so first one is pretty small, uh to the naked eye at least. Uh Jupiter and Saturn are in their closest conjunction in 800 years. So They will be very close to one another and very bright in the sky. Um, I'm not entirely sure how close they'll be. but like, Well, I am sure of exactly how close they'll be. They'll be within 0.1 degree of each other. What that means to (laughs) you looking at it, I'm not entirely sure. I've seen a few things like, that's closer than the full moon. And some other things saying, like, they'll almost look like they're one big planet. Like, that's a big difference. The full moon's pretty big. And, uh... Like, if they were the oh, distance like... of the full moon from each other, they're not going to look like they were touching. Not even close. So I'm not sure how close they're going to be, but it will be the closest they've been since, like, 1226. So
1: So suck it, everybody else looking up at the sky that don't live right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're dead, fuck you. <laughs>
1: if you haven't been yeah. born
0: fuck you too
1: a full moon like i i I, yeah, that's I can't i can't imagine it would be as big as a full moon that that seems well, no, bonkers to i me. think
0: they're saying the distance between them yeah will be less than the width of the full moon oh in the sky
1: oh geez i yeah. feel stupid well i guess i guess i only feel stupid because i assumed that that's what you were saying Where, where i was like like, Ben can't possibly believe that it would be as big as the full oh, moon in the God sky. No. Like, you're you're too smart for that. But what do you know that I don't know? No, yeah, it won't be anywhere near that big.
0: But they'll be close and they'll be bright. Like, they're, on you know, Jupiter's bright as hell right now. It's super easy to spot. It's the first thing you'll see in the night. Oh, shit. It peaks December 21st, so go check it out. Might look cool.
1: I'll be up here.
0: And in a more disappointing bit of news, uh, a couple weeks ago, the uh, the NSA announced that the Arecibo Observatory in, in Puerto Rico was going to be decommissioned because they had one of the cables busted on it and they went there and they looked at it and like, you know, this will probably be too dangerous to fix. But then there's like a big campaign like, you know, let's save it. We'll give you a bunch of money. You can, it's important. You can fix it. And uh, they were assessing it. They had like a drone up looking at it and the, the main cable broke and it all came tumbling down. Uh, the The 900 ton instrument platform fell 450 feet onto the the dish below and just fucking wreck shop like pulled the tops off some of the towers that were holding it up in the air
1: and alec trevelyan was under it it just
0: ruined so much if uh you are definitely familiar with the arcebo observatory even if you don't know what i'm saying uh because it was in goldeneye
1: which i just referenced sorry
0: in, yeah. In case... I,
1: I jumped the shark with that alec trevelyan thing
0: and uh it was also in contact it was like where they were you know contacting the aliens from it's like a big you know big dish on the ground and then it's got like a big like satellite dish thing looking thing that's pointing down suspended above it by cables and uh this thing it's been it was commissioned in like 1963 and it's been super important in astronomy uh it was uh it was it first confirmed existence of exoplanets back in 1992 it had it picked up the first evidence of gravitational waves. We used it to try and send a radio message to aliens in 1974.
1: Hey, for all we know, we used it to successfully send a radio transmission to aliens. And they said fuck you and ruined it. No, now they now we got monoliths. <laughs> no shit. Kind of
0: weird it happened ah, right at the same time. They don't want us sending for help.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um but it is kind of cool, uh, you know, if you like destruction of, of, of priceless science artifacts, there's two videos of it falling. There's like a, a, like a webcam that's on top of the visitor center that caught it, and then they were flying a drone over it, like, as it broke. So like, it's like right over top, and you see the, the first line snap, and then the other one starts snapping, and it just fucking Oh, goes. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll put a, a link to it in the show notes, but the, it, the whole thing comes tumbling down. So th- that is a, a big loss for the uh, astronomy crew
1: well i mean you can you can stop me if you need to but if we're talking about big losses in stars we we unfortunately have another death to report ha <laughs> yay um david prouse none other than tall man darth vader himself uh passed away um he was a he was definitely at least partially responsible for a very large presence in cinema.
0: Yeah, he did not do the voice, because that no. was James Earl Jones, but he uh, he made the man physically.
1: He apparently, uh, during filming, did not know that James Earl Jones was going to do the voice. And you can find, like, you know... Uh, raw footage of him doing the voice and it's so weird hearing his darth vader voice through the helmet oh that would be weird yeah his his voice is higher than you would expect but not not just because james earl jones has such a low voice
0: comparing him against james earl jones uh everyone has a high voice
1: yeah um but he was also i mean shit i'm sure he's got a shit ton of stuff that that we just don't know about but one thing that I loved was that he was the uh the trainer for Christopher Reeve when he was uh shaping up for to be Superman for the first time.
0: Yeah, cuz he was a bodybuilder
1: originally, right? Maybe. Was he like a Charles Atlas type?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he was a bodybuilder. Darth Vader's got a lot of costume on, but he's a big dude. Yeah. He he was not a small man. Yeah outside of, you know, being able to choke you with his fucking mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, uh, you know, judging from, uh, from, you know, Christopher Reeve's audition, you know, he was this string bean fucking 24 year old kid to when he put on the suit for Superman, the movie, like he, he definitely bulked himself up. Oh. Holy shit. Yeah, so. And I
0: saw a thing, uh, he was from, uh, he was from Bristol, England. Yeah. And I guess they have a, a, a statue there of uh, some old British guy that uh, probably did some shitty stuff. I don't remember his name. Um, but uh, last summer, they tore his, this statue down and tossed it in the river. And after David Proust's death was announced, uh, someone had like a, someone took like a, it looks like it's about a three foot tall. It's not super huge because it's, it's kind of small in the plinth, but uh, like a three or four foot tall figure of Darth Vader and like put it there in his honor.
1: <laughs> that's pretty awesome and you know what's funny is earlier when you were telling me that i thought you were saying that there was a statue of david prowse oh no that somebody no, tore no, no, down no. And, and you're like and i was like why and you're like oh probably some old racist and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: no uh apparently it was a guy named edward colston who was a uh slave trader it says here okay so uh kind of a shithead <laughs> yeah so yeah they 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 replaced him with darth vader i mean David Proust, good guy, but uh, oh, Darth Vader, not not a lot better than a slave trader. He <laughs> yeah, was kind shit. of a shithead too. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he he definitely uh, had a had a hand in in uh, planet wide extinction. Yeah, yeah, so, genocide is, uh, is not a good look. He's fictional, at least, so yeah, that's cool. But at least he redeemed himself. Yes. Um. Well, I guess uh, from there, I've just got a few little bits of uh, rumor mill. Ooh. Notes. Uh I mean and all of these are very grain of salt early talks, you know. I think it's more just like a wish list for movie studios right now. One is Warner Brothers is reportedly seeking uh Keanu Reeves to reprise his role as Constantine and lead the uh Justice League dark movie that they've had planned. Oh neat, like a live action one? Yeah. Um, yeah. And rumor has it that it would be a, a launch pad for a new Constantine series, as well as uh, they, there's a Swamp Thing movie that's in development. Um, so any of DC's dark magic side, it usually has like Zatanna yeah. and uh, fucking Etrigan the demon. Um, and both uh, Warner Brothers and Disney have been, you know, actively trying to find a place for Keanu Reeves in their movies because he's a box office draw.
0: That he is. Uh and his Constantine wasn't bad, but I think I like the dude that played Constantine in the TV shows. Yeah, his name was Matthew something. Better. I thought he did a really good John Constantine.
1: Yeah. I you know, and I don't know if it was just the whole quote unquote WB of it all, because I know it didn't start on WB, but his Constantine just it seemed it seemed cheap. Like like T V Constantine for me. Didn't feel like Vertigo comics, or or even you know, oh, yeah, like the Hellblazer. Yeah, I don't think books. it could. Yeah, um, and and I mean, neither did. I don't Keanu think that's Reeves his fault. T- I think that's
0: the kind of the writing.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and the costuming too. Like everything was just too clean. I don't know. Yeah, um, but you know, whatever. I'll 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 take it either way. Um, another rumor we've got is that uh, apparently it is becoming more of a reality that John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are indeed in talks with uh disney for starring in the fantastic four movie which has been like a fan cast wet dream for the last couple years
0: he seems like an odd choice to me for reed richards yeah like you know i guess they could give him a little shock of gray but he he just looks kind of dopey
1: yeah yeah he he does have kind of a dopey look to him i you know i'd be really interested to see to see what he could bring to it because like even though he's got that dopey gym expression on his face like all the time, I haven't seen him in in the Jack Reacher series, but I've heard great things and he was in that like uh was it thirteen hours I have no idea uh he was in a military movie where he got super fucking cut and it was a serious flick oh yeah um so apparently he he does a good job I saw a quiet place finally and um and i I liked him I liked both of them in that but I mean that's it's very much not a superhero movie. Yeah, I don't it's know.
0: Not a Fantastic Four movie at all. No. But um I've been wrong in the past about casting. So, uh, you know, I kind of get every, give everyone the benefit of the doubt. You know, if he's a good actor, he can play all kinds of roles. Yeah. So, um and I haven't seen anything that tells me he's not a good actor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I I'm, I'm just stoked that there's potentially going to be a good Fantastic Four movie. Oh, I can't wait for that to happen. Holy fucking shit. I want A Marvel Fantastic Four so bad. Like, if if there's one thing that Marvel does, or or one, like, property that is suited for the Marvel style, it's Fantastic Four.
0: Yeah, I kind of hope, like, their next big bad, like, starts out with Doom as kind of a red herring and then goes into something like Galactus or, um, or, you know, someone a little bit more universe-threatening.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, and, and Fantastic Four has the whole fucking negative zone yeah. to, to go through with Annihilus. And, like, there there's uh, the big rumor that uh, that Kang the Conqueror yeah. is going to be the villain in, uh, in Ant-Man, which is directly tied into Fantastic Four. Um, you know, I just hope they don't just go, like, Mole Man, even though he was historically the first Fantastic Four villain.
0: I want to see fucking Doom. I want to see a good Victor Von Doom. So bad.
1: And Doom is somebody who could play into the entire Marvel universe so yeah. well. Oh He yeah. can show up in a Spider-Man movie. Like he he could be a string puller in the background or, or or you know, like he doesn't have to always get into a laser fight with the Fantastic Four at the end of a, a movie.
0: Well and I like the idea of him being a bad guy, you know, being doomed to start with. And then uh, if someone like Galactus comes around, it's like he's going to destroy the entire earth. Like, all right, fucking doom's on your side now. And, and possibly
1: and possibly betray you and try to take advantage of it. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah. But he's you're going to have to work with fucking Doom to, to make this fix, because he's a fucking capable dude.
1: Yeah, he he's a smart, smart man.
0: If you need to save the world, dude that he's arguably on par with Reed Richards as far as intellect goes, and uh, can do magic, and has fucking, like, nigh impenetrable armor and the resources of an entire nation, he's a good... Good guy to have on your side. Yeah,
1: yeah. If he's smart enough to figure out a contraption that can suck out Silver Surfer's power. Right? He's pretty smart. <laughs>
0: so, yeah,
1: I'd love to see some good Doom. Another rumor, which which should be fairly obvious, but but I think it's still worth saying, is that uh, Zack Snyder is rumored to get a multi-Justice League sequel uh, like franchise, like HBO Max franchise, if this one does well, which... You know, again, shouldn't shouldn't be a shocker, but but still, like, just to pour the kind of money into a Justice League movie for HBO Max, like, I'm, I guess it caught me a little off guard.
0: Well, they're pouring a shit ton of money into it now, aren't they? Like thirty million bucks or
1: something. No, or the, the, the yeah, the reports are that it's more like seventy million.
0: Yeah. So if they're willing to pour seventy million in now, if that if that turns them a huge profit, yeah, Hollywood is always going to double down on anything that made them a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm, maybe I'm surprised because I feel like, like there will be some degree of diminishing returns if they're, if they're pouring like, you know, 200 million into a movie that, 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 you know, like, will it pull that many more new people back in?
0: Well, yeah. And the, and the streaming thing, there's like a plateau eventually.
1: Yeah, exactly. Once
0: you have everybody subscribing, you're just fighting to keep them subscribed. And, like, there's not a lot of growth potential there. So Yeah,
1: I, I wonder if, I, well, I mean, I wonder what the, uh, what the like, DVD sales on a movie, like, how much that would factor into that. You know, like, if, because if you're going to make an actual movie, you know, of course it would be streaming on your platform, but if people don't have HBO Max, like, how many of those, people, like, would it be worth it to do a physical, I don't fucking know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, because you're, you're going to get fewer people or you have to be a dick and take it off your streaming service. So that people go buy
1: the DVDs. Yeah, which, which is what's going to happen with, uh, with, all, with Warner Brothers Slate coming out this year. They'll run for their 30 days on the streaming service. It'll get pulled, go through normal DVD channels, and then probably eventually land back, back on there. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, it's like Disney rotates what's coming out of the vault. You know, they've done that for years. Yeah. Um, so to give people a reason to go buy Bambi. Because yeah. if you could just always watch Bambi on, you know, Netflix back before they had Disney Plus, then why would anyone buy it?
1: Okay, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh. oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the other stuff,
1: yeah. So, uh, go, uh, podcast Secret Santa. You heard us talk about it, do it, take part in it, listen to all the shows.
0: Yeah, it's only 12 shows that you gotta listen to, so like maybe 12 ish hours of your life over the holidays. You'll be wrapping presents and uh, shopping on Amazon.
1: Um, and uh, if you want to communicate with us you can send us a line at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com we are on social medias facebook geek Exploration, the podcast page twitter geeksplore pod and instagram geeksploration podcast or you can give us a call please call us for the love of shit uh what do i have to do do i have to beg do i have to hurl insults uh, do, do i have to use a racial slur because i'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> so if that's what you need to call in then fuck off but uh please call us up 916 orc turd o-r-c-t-u-r-d like the turd of an orc
0: and if you enjoy this show or any of our others uh we would appreciate a five-star rating um uh, you know or four four's pretty good too I mean, no 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 I four doesn't help us five i don't know if, i'm not really sure how much five helps us either but it makes it makes us feel warm and squishy
1: Four's for assholes we're arguably assholes. <laughs> but uh, go leave us
0: a review on Podchaser or Apple Podcast. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. And if you're looking for the right holiday gift for your grandmother or your children, um, or, you know, if you just want to treat yourself mm-hmm. to something uh, luxurious, we have t-shirts available. And there's nothing more luxurious than a t-shirt, especially one with uh, the uh, Geek Exploration logo slapped all over the front of it.
1: Mm, a nice soft tri-blend. Yeah, they're, mm. they're,
0: they're good shirts. But uh, you can find them at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. and our theme song, as always, is "Celebration" by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.com.
1: And one last little thing before we sign off: um, you, if you're listening to us, if you're subscribed, you probably already heard our episode uh, earlier this week. But uh, in case you didn't, thank you very much to everyone who supported Space Oddities Number One on Kickstarter. Uh, we successfully funded. And we are doing the next step right now to, to get all that shit out to everyone. And um, we are very appreciative. And there will be more to come.
0: Thank you, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye.